Remember, our focus for the month is godliness is what? Is profitable unto all things. This is the, the key to turn around. Godliness. What is godliness? What is godliness? Genuine repentance. It's any soul that sin it shall die. But when they repent, I will build them. According to Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 20 to 22. Genuine what? Repentance. Genuine repentance. Putting on righteousness. Living your life to please God. You discover that you are going the wrong way. You turn and back to Him. Shall glory. Shall glory. You can't have genuine repentance without being remorseful. Without being what? You can't say, God, God forgive me with smiling. You must, there must be a sorrow in your heart. Shall glory. Hallelujah. Why, why must I repent? Godliness is a cost. Whatever does not cost you anything does not have value. If you must live a godly life, it must cost you something. It's a woe to them that are at, 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 at ease in Zion. It must cost you something. David said, my heart is panting after you. There must be a panting of their heart and a longing of their soul. Lord, help me. I'm tired of doing this. I want to please you. Then when that is done, God is sent help to you. I see God sending help to somebody. Yeah, amen is weak. God will send help to you. God will send help to you. Why must I exercise myself? Our, our teaching series every Sunday is understanding the cost and cure of ungodliness. That's a cost. That's a cure. That's a cost. That's a cure. Shall glory. Shall glory. Godliness must cost you something. You must come out from your comfort zone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why must I live a godly life? So that my prayer will not be hindered. I would say the prayer of a sinner is what? An abomination. So if God must answer me, I must live a godly life. I must please him. Zotka said, my father is always with me because I do those things that please him. If you don't have any need, you don't need God. If you don't have any need, you don't need what? God. If you can handle every show of your life, you don't need God. And if you need God, you must please him. Shall glory. Shall glory. Why do I need godliness? To have access to knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Your problem is not the issue. Your problem is lack of knowledge. Listen to me. Challenges is part of life. Am I speaking? It's part of life. It comes in diverse ways. I told them in church, it's no problem that keep people. What keep people is not knowing what to do in the face of problem. God has problem. Has he died? How many of you know that God has problem? You are the problem of God, don't you know? God said, I've got a man. God has problem. And his problem has not killed him. It's through knowledge you walk out of challenges of life. Through knowledge. But you can't assess this knowledge until you are living right because he shows you what to do. He shows you what to do. 
Bible says, there is no temptation that has not come on. In any temptation, God shows you what to do. Oh, this, I, when I see people crying, crying over issues, no, you don't need to cry. Lord, show me the way out. I was told I come against a woman. It wasn't a challenge. It wasn't a challenge. It wasn't a challenge. I never prayed with my wife. Let us pray. But God opened my eyes to a scripture. Three scriptures that shattered the whole darkness. Three scriptures. The day I saw it, I smiled. I said, it's over. You know what he said? He looked at me and said, you be fruitful. Genesis 9 verse 7. If God tells me to be fruitful, who is there that tells me not to be fruitful? That's simple. When he shows you, you become a showpiece. He said, and you, and you, I saw, God, I saw God pointing to me. And you, be fruitful. I said, thank you, sir. That settled it. And you, if somebody comes here and said, get up, you will answer before even before they answer. And you, be fruitful. Number two scripture. He said, two are better than one. They shall have a good reward for their labor. What? So when I meet my wife, I must have a good reward. And what's the reward? Lo, the fruit of the womb is the reward. And threefold cord is not easily broken. Psalm 127, verse 3. Lo, children are the heritage of the womb. And the fruit of the womb is the reward. And he said, I shall have a good reward. Am I speaking? So this three scriptures settled it. So I began to rejoice. I called my wife. When is your leave? When are you taking your leave? February. She was, I said, go ahead. Don't worry. You take it in October. Because I go, you know, knowledge. Knowledge. Then when you don't please God, he will not show you. But today God will show you. Yeah. He will show you the way out. Yeah. Devil cannot mess you up. Yeah. That's the truth. He said the secret things belong to God and even to us. When you love, he shows you some things. People are struggling over poverty. You can walk out of poverty. He shows you what to do. Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure. So we do. Good understanding brings favor. When you have understanding, you enjoy favor. Favor is not a gift. Just knowledge. This service, we are going to look at another thing that unrighteousness blocks us access to. If you are not living a godly life, you will not have rest. The rest is not because of the economy of the country. Bible said, there shall be no peace for the wicked. Who is the wicked? The one that is not pleasing God. He said, and he shall say to the, you wicked. Wickedness is not that your brother doesn't give you money. No. Wickedness is you that know the truth and don't do it. He's not the person that didn't give you. He said, that man is wicked. He's not wicked. He mustn't give you. You know? I asked him for money. He's very rich. He doesn't want to give me. He's not a wicked man. Go and make your own. <laughs> Bible says, God is rich unto everyone. Don't, don't cost people for not giving you money. He said, Jesus died for you to be rich. He said, we know the grace that was upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, but for your sake and for my sake, he became what? Poor. That through his poverty, you should be rich. And Bible says, God is able to make all grace abound. That you always have sufficient, you know, this. So, don't blame anybody. You'll be rich. Yeah. Rest. You don't have access. You stay, you, no pleasing God stirs up on rest. There is no peace. Psalm 48, Isaiah 48, verse 22. There is no peace, said the Lord, unto the wicked. 
And the Bible said, the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Isaiah 32, verse 17. Assurance, peace. I decree you shall enjoy peace. Another thing that unrighteousness blocks us access to is wisdom. Say wisdom. When you don't have wisdom, you become foolish. Bible say, the labor of the foolish will everybody. No matter what you do, they'll be angry with you. <laughs> you do your best, <laughs> they're angry. You give somebody good money, say, shut up, what is good about it? Why? Wisdom. The labor of the foolish will every one of them. You will not be foolish. You will not be foolish. And the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And true wisdom is a house built. Everything you want to do in life, you need wisdom. Bible says, God obtained wisdom before he started building. If God had lacked wisdom, he would have seen one day earth will collapse. Wisdom builds. Wisdom stabilizes. Wisdom teaches. Bible says, wisdom is profitable to all directs. He tells you how to do it and how to get results. So we need wisdom. It's not all you are getting. Get what? Wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. And God cannot give you wisdom. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. How can you ask when you're a sinner? And the prayer of a sinner, God will not answer. Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. Can you answer a call you didn't hear? So, you see, this, all these things are for our benefits. God doesn't benefit anything from you. But you want to change your story. So he tells you what to do. Once you begin to do that, things you don't pray for. Please, to be honest with you, I don't believe so much in prayer than obedience. If you live in my house, you wouldn't believe that I'm a pastor. I don't pray the way you pray, but I obey God in total. I know what it takes me to do, I will do it. I only pray to know what to do. Am I speaking? Lord, show me what to do. That's where I pray. I don't pray, Lord, in the name of the bless me. No. Did Abraham pray for a blessing? He obeyed to be blessed. He obeyed to be blessed. When you pray, you receive answer. When you obey, you receive reward. When you pray, you receive what? Answer. But when you, when you obey, what God? He blesses you. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If they will obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity. And yes! Jesus was obedient unto death. Obedient gave him a name. I decree obedience will give you a name. In the name of Jesus. So these are the things we enjoy. He will show you what to do. And God cannot show you and devil will stop it. Is it possible? No. So it is called, we are the greatest enemy to our destiny. We are the greatest enemy to our destiny. He said, God is ready to avenge every disobedience when your own obedience is complete. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6. Being ready to avenge every disobedience when your own obedience is complete. Abraham, get out of your father's house. Abraham. Did Abraham pray? Did he pray? In chapter 12 he was poor. In chapter 13 he was rich. <laughs> obedience. And he became an an a, 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 an embodiment of blessing. In chapter 24, Abraham was older, was taking in age, and God has blessed him all things. As a result of what? Obedience. Whatever. He can't enjoy turn around 
until you obey him. Because turn around will cost you something. He will tell you what to do. You need financial turn around. Give. He says, the father God, Jesus, give me money. If God throws money from heaven, the money will kill you. Am I speaking? Okay. By some way, I'm going to throw money. Boom. But he will show you what to do. And if you don't obey, how will you be turned turn around? Mary said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Okay. He said, go and fetch water. They are not looking for water. They are looking for wine. But your obedience must be tested. Go and bring water. That's the first step. He said, if you are willing and obedient. That's the place of willingness. That's the place of obedience. Willingness has brought you to church. Obedience is now. That's what you do with what we hear. Are you getting me? Willingness has brought you to church. Obedience is what you do with what you hear with the word of God. Shall glory. Yeah. If you are willing and obedient, willingness has brought you to church. Am I speaking? Now you are hearing. He will tell you what to do. Go and bring water. They are, they are willing. It's okay. Go and give it to the, the governor. That's obedient. Got it. Say, ah, Jesus, he's like, they are making mistake. They are looking for wine. And when the wine changed hand, the water changed hand, turn around, came. I decree in the name of Jesus, you will enjoy turn around this season. He said, let the barren sing. He didn't say the barren should pray. So, he said an altar of praise. Am I speaking? Begin to praise him. You don't pray. He know, you know, people say, God, you see, I am 35 years, I'm not married. They are telling God, reporting God to God. He knows who gave you the man to count. Does he know him? Who gave you the age? Does he know him? But he said, you must do something to get married. Am I speaking? So he said, no. He said, no. You are 35 years before you know it will be 85. If you don't do what I ask you to do. Oh God, I'm married 10 years ago, no child. This is what to do. If you refuse to do, another 10 years is coming. 10 plus 10, 20. But that shall not be a testimony. So every turn around comes as a result of obedience to his word. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Peter said, Peter, a professional fisherman, we have toiled all night. You don't catch fish in the afternoon. Fish go to their holes when noise comes because they're afraid that we will catch them. But Peter said, we have toiled all night. Nevertheless, at your word, the word of God is the key to turn around. Shall glory. Shall glory. The word of God is the master key for turn around. And I decree, as you are hearing this word, put it to practice, God will give you turn around. 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 Forget what Satan is doing. Do what God asks you to do. God is the one that created Satan. Hallelujah. Whatever he tells you, he says, give, and it shall be given to you. You give. You have a starting point. My children are here. What my children are giving us offering? I said, girls, I wasn't giving it. I started my offering with five naira. I said, graduate. That was my level. Am I speaking? That was my level. He said, from where you are, everybody has a starting point. Your level now may be five naira. Give it. But don't tie yourself. Say, although your beginning is small, don't keep yourself at five naira. You give. God, you can't impress God. He knows what he has given you. So, you start with five naira. As he blesses you the more, ten naira, fifteen naira, twenty naira, fifteen naira, one thousand, one million. But if you don't release that five naira, 
He will not multiply it. Because every seed sown, God multiplies. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. God multiplies seeds. He doesn't eat seed. So when you eat, he gives seed. Every man according to him. Go to verse 13. God multiplies seed. So if you refuse to sow that seed, it remains a seed. Every seed is a potential fruit. Am I speaking? In every seed, there are fruits. And he gives you bread to eat. And he gives you seed to sow. When you refuse, when you refuse to sow that seed, it remains what? A seed. That is turn around. Turn around. Where do you expect it? He that winneth so, say, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, every other thing shall be added to you. So what do you do? Start going for soul. Yeah, they don't need to pray for a husband to come. Am I speaking? Jesus said, when you lift me up, I will draw all men. You make a choice. Am I speaking? You make a choice. How do I lift up? By going out to win souls. Yeah, looking for business partners, lift him up. You draw all men. Am I speaking? Simple. You are looking for business partners. Someone to sponsor you. Lift him up. He will bring the poor, the rich, everyone. Then you make a choice. Simple. Turn around is not what you prophesy to. It's what you do. Although prophecy has a place. But no matter the prophecy, if you don't take a step, will you walk? No. I decree in the name of Jesus, God will give you a turn around. Now look at that. They were fighting. They were going to war. They didn't victory. God said, set up singers. What? That's the bad, if there's anything baddest. The bad approach to warfare is a bad strategy to warfare. When you are going to war, you hide. You don't want to know. The enemy will not know where you are. But God said, set up eh, singers. Let them begin to sing. What? That is God's way. He said, my ways are not here. Ways. And when people say, when they began to sing and to praise, God do what? So, God will not tell you what is comely to you. Draw water. It is, there's no place water can be turned to wine. Am I speaking? That's what many say, whatever he tells you to do, do it! Suspend your mind! I told myself as a young believer, when God speaks, my mind is suspended. You don't fathom the reason of God. His ways are past finding out. You can't find it. Just do it. Bishop Bay says something. He says there are certain things Papa says I don't understand, but I do it. And in doing it, understanding comes. You know what Jesus said? He said, what I do, you don't understand it. But later you will understand. He said, when they were washing their feet, they were talking, uh, he said, what I'm doing, you don't understand it. How be thereafter you will. And when, uh, as they are busy doing it, understanding came. You won't miss it. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. I decree from today, you will enjoy turn around in every area of your life. You will enjoy turn around in every area of your life. In your walk with God, you will enjoy turn around. In blessing, you will enjoy turn around. God wants to turn you around. He says, seek me first. Why not seek you first? <laughs> it's very simple. Now, if you have two brothers, who picks something before the other? The junior or the senior? Give God his place. He will give you a place. Am I speaking? Nothing. You don't give God the money you have from, from change after paying Okada. 
They gave you bad money. Say, ah, no. You put in force. Whatever you want to do, ask yourself, am I putting God first or last? Quite simple. There's nothing that you can't obey him and he don't dry turn around. That's the truth. That's the truth. Turn around is not what you pray for. It's what you do. It's what you do. Abraham, come out of your father's house. Did Abraham pray? Did he pray? And Abraham departed. Abraham, circumcise yourself. Ah, boom. Abraham, give me your son, the one you love most, Isaac, because Ishmael was there. He mentioned the name Isaac. You know what Abraham did? It was in the morning, early hours. He saddled the boat. Boom. Isaac, come. Isaac was not a baby. Isaac was 25 years old. Can you kill 25 years old? Before you kill him, he will kill you. When he see a knife. But he told him. See, that's why teachers, the Bible says, turn the child in the way of the Lord. And Isaac knew that his father is serving God. He told Isaac, God told me to sacrifice you. But it's in the Bible. It's not a story. It's in the Bible. It's written there. But they have not seen it. You can't read the Hebrew, but I won't tell you where it is. He told Isaac that God told me to sacrifice, but I know God has power to bring you back to life. So Isaac freely. Isaac freely. I liken Isaac to God that gave his son, and Isaac to Jesus that freely gave his life. Whatever he did, he kill Isaac. Did he kill Isaac? Still, he received blessing. There are things God tells you. It's just to test you, sir. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing big. Yeah, car and life. Which one is more important? If you can give God your life, what's up you for giving your car? If he said, give me your car. Look at Papa, we are celebrating today. My daughter, my son, David. Give me that car. Shh. Drop. Oh. Even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. It's turn around. Am I speaking? Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> that man, that man. Well, go and do what he did. Turn around comes as obedience. And I decree in the name of Jesus, the spirit of obedience comes to you. Amen. Because as we live here this morning, God will be showing you what to do. Amen. And once you begin to do it, you begin to enjoy turn around. You begin to enjoy turn around. You begin to enjoy turn around. From now to the end of the year, God will turn you to another man. Amen. Whatever it is. Children, do you have bread to eat? He said, no. He said, cast your net on the right side. Not on the good side, right side. Right is better than good. Am I speaking? Right is better than good. It's good to sleep, but if I come to church and begin to sleep, is it the right thing? No. And when they cast their net on the right side, they caught fish. <laughs> My prayer for those, I don't want to be honest, just to pray for you. May you live to obey him. Amen. May you live to obey him. Amen. May you live to obey him. Because as I'm telling you now, God will be showing you things to do. Amen. Don't bind Satan. Am I speaking? Get down to Lagos and raise me a paper. Ah! Papa was enjoying full-time blessing in Abuja, in Kaduna. He thought initially he thought it was God because he hated Lagos. He hated Lagos. God said, No, it's me that he's talking to, it's not them. And the same day, say the same day, somebody was dispatched to Lagos. A place he hated. Now, let me show you one scripture as I conclude. 
Because some of the things have been happening to you, but you don't understand. It may look like Bible says, all things working together for good, but you have been misinterpreted because you don't understand it. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2 and 3. Everything that happens to you as an applicant, I left my job when I got born again, sir. Unless I tell them I'm applicant, you won't know. This creature opened to me, all this working together for good. I relax. People that are working are begging for money. <laughs> I didn't have. But when they, I never, even in the church I belong, and Abuja did. Today, my head of the unit heard that I was an applicant. He said, What? You mean, Brother Bar is an applicant? I never miss church for one day. I never beg. No father, no mother, no relation. At times, when the night is coming, I don't know where to sleep. I'm telling you the truth. When night is coming, one day I saw myself sleeping in the midst of guests. Eight guests. <laughs> Even if I'm evil, will I, will, I, will I be evil? Just my prayer, God, let there break. A place to put my head. But today, will I like a place to put my head? They told me one day, there's nothing God can do for you that will doubt because we have tested you. Am I speaking? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Deuteronomy chapter 2, chapter 8. There's nothing, no. My brother, my sister. If God said, leave that boyfriend, leave that boyfriend, that's a better person. Am I speaking? He said, no, no, no. I must, he must marry me. He won't marry you, but they beat you. Depart. Bible said, depart. Depart. He said, he's not giving me food. Before you know him, are you starving? Am I speaking? These are the things we don't know. He said, no, no. Leave him. And put your hand to God. No one look unto him and see shame. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2. Studio. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Why? To do what? To humble thee, to prove thee, to know what is, was in your heart, whether you will serve him or not. It's not to condemn you. It's a test. It's a test. He tested me. He passed. Today, turn around. You will pass. The last exam you fail shall be the last forever. I decree God will give you a turn around experience. One day something happened. They just drove a car to my house. I was taking my bath. They called me. I didn't want to see me. And when I came out, the key was given to me. My son said, ah, serving God pays you. It was, <laughs> it was telling the mother, ah, he packed flyers. <laughs> I didn't tell him. Test and see that the Lord is good. Just key. Tears were flowing from my eyes. Car. If I should save money, only God knows how many years. I know how much I earn. If I tell him my salary, to be honest, you won't sleep this night. <laughs> but you are not lacking anything. Everything I'm wearing from head to toe, even including this mask, is blessing. Ble- everything. Even the glasses. Somebody spend a good number of money. To everything. Even my life is a blessing. Everything I'm wearing from head to toe. Everything. <laughs> Apart from stockings, I bought these stockings myself. But everything is a blessing. 
Not because I'm a pastor. Because I obey him. Give, it shall be given to you. And I give. Listen to me, pastors. You are not collectors. Give, and it shall be given to you. Whatever he tells you to do, if you need a turn around, listen to what he tells you. He will tell you something. Do it. God is not punishing you. He's punishing you. You will shine. You will shine. You will shine. Listen to me. Before the end of this year, you will have a catalog of testimonies. Testimonies of turn around. There is somebody here. Before 12 midnight, you will be singing hallelujah. This month will not leave you the same way I met you. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Oh, this is my month of birth. So I pour my blessing to you. The Lord that brought me to this month and brought me to cause my father to meet my mother and they born me on the night month. Night month is the month of delivery. God will deliver something to your hand. God will deliver something to your hand. God will deliver something to your hand. Your yeah, turn around is now. Your yeah, turn around is now. Your yeah, turn around is now. God made Sarah to laugh. God will make you to laugh. God made the people of Israel to laugh. The proof of captivity turn around is laughter. No matter how moody you look, there is something God will do for you. Begin to laugh. I decree. That thing that will cause laughter to come to your mouth, God will do it to you. It's a season of laughter. God will cause you to laugh. God will cause you to laugh. They have laughed at you enough. They will come to laugh with you. They will come to laugh with you. In the name of Jesus. How many of you believe it? Lord, make me to laugh. Change my name to laughter. Change my name to laughter. Make me to laugh. Beginning from now. By the reason of captivity, turn around. Lord, make me to laugh. In my business, in my career, 